Welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast, you guys. Oh my goodness, this is a special week because this week on Thursday, December 3rd of 2020, the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast will officially be one years old. How exciting. Okay, so if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here with me today. And the heart behind this podcast is just to drive positive generational change through our motherhood. There is seriously, you guys, no one more amazing, you know this, or fierce than a mother. And we talk specifically on here about five main topics and their faith, finances, health, marriage, and mindset. And my goal is just to remind you that it's the small things that we can do or change daily that will ultimately lead to the big change. And it's the things that seem too freaking simple or too easy to make any real change that I actually want us to focus on, right? It's the small things. And if you're anything like me, you like the big sexy goals and the big challenges. But my quote for this past year was long-term consistency beats short-term intensity. And that was really important for me, you guys, because I am like someone who will bolt out of the gate like a freaking racehorse, (laughs) okay? Like for anything, I'm very impulsive. You guys know if you've been listening, I'm a three on the Enneagram. And I I heard somebody um, describe us or me specifically perfectly. And it was that like, you know, ones and nines and whatever else kind of like they do the ready, set, go. Okay. Like a normal human. However, threes, I think even eights or whatever, we do the like go first and then ready, set. And so we are just like a hundred miles an hour. We kind of get ourselves into things before uh, we even really have our feet on the ground or even really made a good decision. Um, And that describes me to a T. I am someone who is very impulsive um, and it helps me kind of get out there and do things. But oftentimes I'm left looking around like, what did I just do? (laughs) So, but hey, podcast was one of those things. And here I am a year later still doing it. So long-term consistency beats short-term intensity. Okay. Same with our motherhood. So in this podcast, that's what we aim to do, right? And throughout this year, you guys, I've really tried to find my voice and just my specific message and I knew I wanted it when I started to be generational change. And I knew I wanted wanted to focus on mothers. If you don't know, I have four boys. We're pregnant with our fifth. I'm seven weeks as of yesterday. Um, but I kind of went back and forth on, you know, is this podcast meant for me to teach mothers how to teach our children to do things better? You know, like how to teach your kid finances or healthy habits or how to own their own faith or help them to have a growth mindset And all of those things are weaved throughout the podcast, but I've realized that my true message is personal development for women in those five areas I talked about earlier. So you guys and myself become confident in our own journey of finances or our own journey of health and our own journey of mindset work. Because y'all, we did not have kids and die. (laughs) We are still here and we are not a lost cause. Like, yes, we want to teach our children how to do better than we did or have better than we had, but we can't skip the work we need to do within ourselves and just pass down like knowledge to our kids. That kind of follows the whole do as I say, not as I do mantra. And I'm not about that. Some things, sure. Like we cannot fix every freaking area. And as a last ditch effort, you know, as they're leaving the nest, maybe we like just tell them something that we have just learned. Or, you know, as we are working on ourselves, we will just teach through our words like, hey, I know that this is what you should be doing. I haven't done it this way. This is what I'm trying. Okay, so sometimes, sometimes there is a place for them to do as we say and not as we do. Um, But I what I want 
us to do is to not give up on our own learning and focus on making our kids better at whatever we lacked. I don't want that to be our main focus. I don't want our main focus to be on making our kids better. Why? Because kids are smart, you guys. Like, if we are just regurgitating something that sounds good, like, hey, don't get into debt while we are in over our head in debt, then we just fall flat, right? So we are going to do the work ourselves. Like, we still need that. (laughs) We will go on the journey and do the work that we need to do because we cannot be a guide, you guys, unless we've went on the journey before. And I work with moms on their budgets and often many obstacles and emotions or whatever else will surface within the 90 days that we work together. And I often will say, I need you to remember this feeling. Like I need you to remember how you are feeling right now. Like you have to go through this just like I did, right? I can be a guide to other people with their finances because I did the hard work to get on the other side of debt and to start to build wealth and to do all these things. Like I have felt all of the valley emotions that happens when you start to go through and work through your finances and kind of face them head on. Like you have to feel mad and then sad and then there's guilt and there's frustration, there's hopelessness, and then you just get pissed, right? And get it together. Like you have, you have to experience building a savings only for a car to freaking fall apart. You have to experience working your butt off for weeks on a budget and be incredibly disciplined just to drain it all after an unexpected diagnosis. And oftentimes, which is normal, my clients will feel deflated like it was all for nothing. Like all of their budget work, all of the discipline, all of the whatever was just for nothing. But here's the thing, you guys. They can now turn around and when their daughters or their sons are 25 or 18 or 30, it doesn't matter, and they're learning how to budget and they're learning how to do finances and the mindset around finances, you can teach them. When car troubles drain their savings, you can empathize and say, dang, I know exactly how you feel. This is what we did to get out of that. When they want to give up or they are sad or they are frustrated, You can genuinely and authentically be there because you have went on the journey before them. You, (laughs) you have went on the hard journey and you have forged the path for your children and then your children's children. And the sobering truth is that either we go on those hard journeys and we do the hard work or our children will have to do the hard work later. And listen, in the very same breath, I will say this. Your children will have their own work to do. You cannot be perfect. (laughs) And some wounds and or trauma just cannot be fixed in one generation, you guys. And if we cannot stop something completely, the next best step is just to get the momentum going into the right direction for our children. So Legacy Through Motherhood's message is about owning the work that needs to be done in our own lives in our own lives, and then leaning into it, learning as much as we possibly can about it, you know, be it finances or nutrition, that is mine, I suck at nutrition, I'm a McDonald's girl through and through, our faith or, you know, mindset work, whatever. And then I want you to figure out, I want us to figure out what we can do every single day to become just 1% better than you were the day before. And that may look like going through McDonald's and getting a water instead of a Coke. Like we may not be at the point where we are cooking fully organic home cooked meals, 
but I don't freaking care about that, right? I care about the small step from a Coke to a water for one meal that day. Or going into Target with a specific item in mind and leaving there with only that thing. (laughs) It is hard, right? And maybe you went to Target three times that week and left with way more (laughs) than you needed. But on that specific day, you didn't. You walked in, you got your prescription, and you walked out. Or maybe it looks like doing one affirmation every single day. Or maybe it looks like it three times a week. I don't freaking know. Or downloading a scripture app that sends you, you know, a verse a day that you read or sending a sweet text to your husband or wife. Like I'm not looking you guys for, and you shouldn't be either, for a perfect budget overnight. I'm not looking for anyone to revamp their marriage overnight or their nutrition, right? I just want us to prioritize what we need to work on specifically and then link arms, learn together, and then move forward and completely break whatever generational chain or stronghold has on our family or ourselves. Or, you know, like I said before, at the very least, start to stop the momentum that is going in the wrong direction and attempt to gain momentum in the right direction. But the bottom line is this. When we learn something and we gain confidence and experience in something that will automatically, you guys, that will automatically flow to our kids. Like when we are grasping at straws and trying to just tell them, hey, do this differently. I didn't work when I did this, or I don't even know how to do this, but figure it out. Like it's a nice sentiment, right? But it's missing the mentorship from their mama of how exactly to do that thing, right? Like, it's so much easier to sit and say, like, hey, don't get into debt. Hey, make sure you don't live off of McDonald's. Hey, make sure that you, you know, have a quiet time and whatever else. Make sure you do that. It is so easy to sit back and do that without having the discipline ourselves. And I... And I don't want us to do that. And a lot of times we do that with the best intentions, right? It's like, well, we don't really understand our finances. We don't really understand what to do with our finances. I don't really know how to budget. I know that you need to. I don't know how to teach you because I'm not confident in it. And so my heart is that we become confident and we start to ask questions and we we leave the shame at the door, right? And that we are um, just becoming better ourselves, because it is, we're just going to, that is going to automatically flow to our children. So I want the focus to kind of shift from, let me just teach my kid all the things I didn't know. That's great. It has a place. I want it to shift from that to let me do the work to become better in the things that I am not great at. And then I'm going to let it naturally and organically flow to my children because more is caught than taught, right? That's a Ramsey thing. So you guys, the four words this business kind of stands on is grit, to just dig deep and do the hard work we need to do intentionally, right? We can drift into a place we don't necessarily want to be. Oftentimes we can't drift into some place we want to be. Like we, we can drift into debt. You can't drift into wealth. Grace is another word because, you know, we don't freaking know. <laughs> We don't freaking know what we don't know. And there is no way for us to turn back time, but we can pivot today once we know better. So we just have grace upon grace for that. It doesn't matter where, right? It doesn't matter where you had to pivot. It doesn't matter how far you fell. It doesn't matter what your starting point was. You can pivot wherever you are at. And then gratitude, because I think when we can stand in gratitude for the life that we have, 
it helps us move forward with confidence instead of wishing things were different or longing for a different outcome in the future. So we get grateful for where we are. And lastly, it's generational change because you guys, everything we do is connected to someone else. Like, have you ever heard of the butterfly effect? It's the idea that small things have a huge impact. And the concept is kind of imagined by a butterfly flapping its wing can cause a typhoon across the world. Basically, like the work that you do matters, no matter how insignificant that it seems. And your personal development is directly tied to someone else's success of something. And here's how I look at just an example. And I'm just going to use finances because y'all know I talk about those five areas I listed at the beginning of this episode, but my heart really is for finances and just to normalize talking about finances with women, especially. Anyways, if you don't know our financial story, there are full episodes about it. But basically about four and a half years ago, we were in over our head with debt. I feel like we did the normal things, student loans, house, furnish the house, cars, you know, whatever. And then we realized we had very limited choices because frankly, we were done with money and we lived above our means and we had a negative net worth. Y'all, we got pissed and we decided to make a change. And we now are completely debt-free and have over half a million in net worth and are now focusing on wealth building. Well, you guys, I had a really hard time (laughs) on that journey, but especially when we began to build wealth. Because I started feeling really guilty, like how can I focus on building wealth when there are people in the world that don't have clean water to drink? And I worked through that and I realized that my wealth is directly tied to other people's livelihood, right? Like it costs money, you guys, to build wells in Africa. It costs money to fund research for, you know, I don't know, whatever your passion, some kind of cancer, some kind of, you know, whatever, like it costs money to create scholarships. It costs money to pay for some, you know, whole Walmart's layaway. It costs money to um, provide meals for people and hygiene kids. We talked about that last week with Weightless Anchor and Andrea Holtman. You guys, it costs money to serve. It costs your time, sure. But it also costs money. And what I realized is that if I didn't have the excess or only had what I needed to get by, what I needed to pay my bills, then my capacity to give would not be what it is today. And as a mentor of mine, Ali Casaza said in an episode we did together a while back, we need more good people making good money so they can do a great things for a great God, right? And so The little things, you guys, that we do and that we better in our lives, they have effect. The more wealth I can build with integrity and with love and with generosity, the more that I am able to give and help and serve. And so I realize that we are all connected, right? Because this goes beyond finances. Like your words matter because they become your children's inner voice. Your knowledge on nutrition and teaching that to your children can build a lifetime of health benefits for them. Your faith passed down can change lives and help others find redemption. Like the way you work on your marriage is seen and can ignite a fire in someone else's marriage who is just looking off from a distance to you guys. Like the work you do matters because we are all interconnected. Like my mom's personal work with finances when I was a teenager, y'all, she was on the Dave Ramsey show. Um, and her just mentorship, has helped me get my financial life in order. And now 
I have sat and helped so many people through mentorship and teaching and education between my budget clients and my money mindset course that I have, right? And others work through nutrition and learning about that has helped me and seeing others' faith has helped me and seeing other marriages has helped ours. We all want our ceiling, you guys, to be our kid's floor. And so we have to run the best that we can or walk or gimp or crawl, whatever. (laughs) And we have to do it together. We have to do it in community and we have got to leave the shame at the door. So you guys, I am here for you and I promise to show up for you the best I can every single week. I promise to be working on myself and to practice what I preach and I promise to help you guys find your grit while completely covering you and grace, which is what I've said after every single episode, 54 episodes this year. And you guys, there's one last thing I want to do before I close out today's episode and it's to name the top episodes that we have had on the podcast this year. So you guys, quick stats just for fun. The Legacy Through Motherhood podcast has almost 17,000 downloads this year and has been listened to in every United State and has been also listened to in 42 countries across the world. How amazing is that? Like what a time to be alive in 2020, right? I had an idea last year and here we are. And so I'm going to go through these episodes very, very quickly and then I'll link them all in the show notes so you can have them. Um, So the most downloaded episode of all time in Legacy Through Motherhood's uh, history is the first episode. Sorry, I just mumbled through that. Is the first episode and it's called The Battle for Your Mind. Now, this one has the most downloads. Yes, because it was first probably in the longevity of it just being on air or whatever has helped. But you guys, the numbers actually even go past like the normal weekly increase or whatever. This is a mindset episode and it is so special to me because it was my first and because the feedback was so great and continues to be. I still get tagged with people or getting texts from people listening to that episode. So that's called The Battle for Your Mind. And um, another episode is Girl Talk with Dr. Heather Rhodes on stress and low libido. That is episode 32. This is just a good heart to heart between two mamas (laughs) and Dr. Rhodes brings the heat with her education in this episode, you guys, you do not want to miss this. Um, I know, I mean, most of you guys have listened to this episode already. Another one is called They Just Need You, Your Life and Your Battlefield with Kelly Markham. That is episode 20. And this is a story of Kelly finding her way back to God and my pursuit of her quietly. And God had put that on my heart. And it's just a really sweet story of friendship and a relentless God. And this episode still holds the highest number of downloads in a single day at 300. Okay. Um, two left. Okay. So marriage. Actually, there's kind of a toss up between two episodes in this marriage category. And it is my episode called Competition in Your Marriage, which is about how Justin and I are super freaking competitive people and used to fight all the time until we learned how to work together and how we started to see competition kind of rise up between our children. And we started to realize that we want to be, we want them to be competitive, you know, out in the world. But in our home, we're on the same team. And it's kind of cheesy, but we literally call ourselves the Sim team, Sims team. And it has just changed the dynamic of our home. And so that is episode six. But the other episode on marriage that got a lot of great feedback was an episode called Actually Divorce is an Option. There is a million disclaimers in that one, but it was raw and from the heart. And that is episode 45. And lastly, my health episode that got the best feedback was on mental health, actually. 
and it's called Why Boundaries Hurt Like Hell Sometimes. And it's a very raw and emotional episode written right in the middle of one of the hardest times in my life where all of a sudden, like the walls I had built up around certain situations in my life and went through counseling to make, to figure out how to put those walls up (laughs) came tumbling down, um, all in one week. And it completely broke me. I am not an anxious person. I've never had a panic attack. Um, but I was at a pretty, pretty low spot. Um, when I, when I hit record on that episode, um, I also got great feedback on that. So that is called why boundaries hurt like hell sometimes. So you guys, those are the top episodes as it stands with legacy through motherhood. And I just want to thank you guys so much for just showing up week after week, sharing your favorite episodes with your people. And don't forget you guys that a rating and review would be the absolute best gift that you could give me for this anniversary of the podcast. So take a screenshot today, you guys tag me on social media to celebrate legacy through motherhood's one year anniversary. And I am actually going to pick a winner at the end of the week to get some legacy through motherhood swag and a note from me. And I will send it out. Although you guys, (laughs) I will only be able to send out and ship within the U S but my international mamas, I see you and I appreciate you so, so, so much. I will talk to you guys next week.